years with all kinds of symptoms. And the first symptom I started to notice was my right hand. My thumb was jumping uncontrollably. And it was, it was kind of like I was always constantly giving a person the thumbs up. Nice. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? You know? Uh, medications. Let me see. Uh, I'm taking Carvadopa Levodopa. Uh, I'm also taking a uh, Zoloft and I'm taking um, Alerica. That's it. Pretty much so far. So far. And so far. When were you diagnosed? Uh, August of 2019. August 2019. So you're going on two years. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it is. It is. What's your What's your biggest struggle so far? My biggest struggle so far. Um, uh, sleep deprivation is one. Yeah. Inability to sleep. That's a big one. Um, drinking is another one. Because um, my right hand, as you can see, it it yeah, it, but. It, you have your on and offs, you know, and uh, it always seems to be on whenever I'm thirsty. <laughs> and then, and then the other thing is, is wearing out really quick. I used to have a lot more energy. Yeah, that fatigue so, will creep up on you. My worst is when there's no, there's no rhyme or reason. Like I can, I can be running up all day. I can run a marathon and be perfectly fine. I go to move a furniture across the room, and I'm exhausted for the rest of the day. What is that? I, I don't know, but it, it it annoys me to no end. Oh, like I just gosh. I just started back to work on Monday. Did Monday was off Wednesday, worked Tuesday or worked off Tuesday, work Wednesday. Monday I was walking around, getting getting familiarized with the new stuff at the warehouse, this and that, blah blah blah. Drove home, perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. Wednesday went in, had mostly meetings because the shifts overlapped, so it was in phone calls and conference calls and this and that. Drove home, literally slept for two hours on the couch because I was exhausted. <laughs> I was just like, me <laughs> tell you pass out. Yeah, like, like first day back running around, no problem. Two days later, yeah. out cold, cold yeah. on the couch. Well, I'm, I'm. It's kind of funny you say that because uh, I, I, I'm helping a friend down at a uh, uh, a store that he started, and it, it has some of the little bit of a rigorous sort of details to it yeah and i'll be fine for like three four hours and all of a sudden i just like that down and then there's some days where i can go all day and i'm pretty smooth yeah without any issues without any issues at all and then there's there's those uh like i'm also taking rock steady boxing oh yeah that's fun oh i have you have you done that i i am i am my my my, my physical therapists are uh i'm one of their high functioning students so they 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 put me through the ringer yeah 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 they they they're uh they they pretty much run me over my first day on the class and i'm not making this up whereas i'm going like someone give me a bucket i'm gonna throw up oh yeah oh yeah i mean i was so exhausted but i mean it doesn't help any that i'm out of shape to begin with well, but yeah. i always had a lot more energy yeah you're i could put up go, with them. go longer and hold your own now you're like all right you're ready to tap out yeah, that's it. I'm done. You you got me. You win. Yeah, how often do you take rock steady? Uh once a week. Unfortunately, I wish I could do it more. Nice. Yeah, I'm currently doing twice a week, Mondays and Fridays. But yeah, I love the class. I I'm I'm always uh I can tell when I miss it. Like you can I get the same side effects as missing my medication when I 
when I it don't, really is when I get out of my routine, and then that's something that I try to tell people with Parkinson's when they first get diagnosed. I said find an exercise routine and stick to it. It doesn't even matter whether you're doing boxing, yoga, tai chi, walking. No. As long as you find an exercise, something to get the heart heart racing, get your heart blood pressure up, get that dopamine yeah. production. Yeah. It is, um, it is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Do you have a favorite uh, uh, section of the whole uh, uh, rock steady for you? The ending. The ending? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you guys do the cheer at the end? Do you guys do the cheer at the end? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. We do the cheer. Yeah, yeah, I always come up with something creative to do, and it's always it's always pretty funny. They, the therapist dread when it's my turn to say the cheer because I'll come up. I've come up with a torture observation. So, yeah, I, so the first time, um, if you if you get to listen to the podcast, um, Sarge is one of the instructors. I've nicknamed all my physical therapists. I have good cop and bad cop, Coach P and Coach J, um, Sarge, substitute teacher. Um, there's a new girl who's my occupational therapist. They're the Heathers. They're three occupational therapists. But um, the first time I met Sarge, and this is how she got the nickname, the general, the director told me to come and observe the class. So I was like, all right, I'll observe the class. And it was because they're just starting the program, and I'm pretty familiar with a lot of therapists in the area and with my programs and stuff. So he's like, come and observe the class. I found another gentleman that was doing it. We went to observe. Out comes this therapist. Literally, she's bouncing. She's like, hey, guys, how are you? How are you? Oh, boy. Yeah. Lots of energy. Oh my God, lots of energy. I still talk to her about this. <laughs> so she um she hands us gloves and we start doing routines. And forty okay. and forty five minutes into it, we're we're drenched. Me and this gentleman oh, yeah. named John. And John leans over to me and goes, "Dude, this is the observation. Imagine the real class." All right. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm in, I'm done for. Oh, I'm done for. Well, it was it was it was a thing that. Everyone that they'd tell you to come observe, but they'd put you through the class because usually the way it works, like you, you get your evaluation, you observe the class, get your evaluation, then start. Well, most of us would, we were doing it backwards. We'd go for the observation and then observe the class and they already knew what our limitations were. So they just put this through the class. Right. So finally the other day, there's a, there's a two people there observing and 45 minutes into the, I'm like. I turned to Sarge. I'm like, Sarge, it does exist. They're observing. <laughs> she almost falls to the floor in hysterical laughing. Yeah. And so the people there were like, the people that are observing, like, what do you mean it exists? They're observing. And I explained why. She's like, and they start laughing. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Oh, yeah. That's so, yeah, funny for, right there. For the longest thing, it was, uh, and I'm always the jokester. I'm always the jokester. I, um, one time they, I went to to talk about talk about my podcast and my foundation. They're like, you should come and observe the or come to the day class, go through it, and then you'll get to talk to them. So we're going through the day class, and the day class is not as not as high functioning as the night class was at the time. So they're they're we're going through the thing, and she goes, she goes, let's take a two minute break, and I yell, two minute break. We don't get a two-minute break, and the whole day class just stops. <laughs> and the physical therapists are too busy laughing to correct me, so they're believing the story. 
I'm yes. Like, I'm like, wow, we don't even get a water break, and you guys get a two-minute <laughs> break? And they're like, Eric, stop it. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, what? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling the truth. Oh, yeah. Or Prove when, it. <laughs> when they, when now, the place that I go to now has, um, has its own balance center, so we're we're in a different room. But yeah. The previous one was we were mixed in with regular people, whether you were there for stroke, uh, work injury. So people mm-hmm. were like, oh, how long have you been coming here? I'm like, oh, since 2016. They're like, it's 2019. I said, yeah. And they'd get this look on their face, and my the physical therapist would be like, would you explain to them that that's on and off? I'm like, they didn't ask. They just said how long I've been coming here. So yeah, so yeah, I'm, I, I, I yeah, I, I make fun. There's nothing funner than making people like you know second guess everything that's going on. Oh the God. look of like yeah, the look of like this is how long I'm going to be coming to therapy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my best prank was the one time, the occupational therapist. I was her first Parkinson's high functioning outpatient visit. So like I like I like I hesitate and she'd like jump. I'm like, dude, like I'm okay. So like I'd play to her, like I lean over forward and like I act like I'm gonna tip over and she'd like jump. It was a lot. <laughs> so the one time Now the downside to that is if you really do fall over Oh yeah, no one's gonna come and help me. No, you're you're yeah. kinda SOL yeah, well, right well, there. Well, well aware. The one time <laughs> she um she leaves and I turned to the other two therapists there. There were two physical therapists. I was doing an occupational therapist. Said, hey, listen, I'm gonna lay on the floor for when the new girl comes back. Cause so she was nicknamed the new girl because I walked in and she's like, Are you ready? And I said, No. And she didn't start the exercise. I'm like, What are you doing? She goes, You said you weren't ready. I was like, Oh, they didn't expl- they didn't warn you about me? They're like, No. I said, I am so sorry. I said, I'm never ready, so like I'm always gonna say no, so you might as well just start. <laughs> just just get jump right in. Just right, right in. So I nicknamed her the new girl because no one warned her. <laughs> so I was like, so she comes in and she's like, so I laid down and this lady starts heckling me. I'm like, this. she's like, oh my God, you're horrible, this and that, blah, blah, blah. You're going to ruin the, you're going to scare this poor girl. And I'm like thinking this lady's going to ruin it. And now mm-hmm. I've never met this lady, the one of the other patients that was there, never met this lady before. So the therapist walks in and this lady switched gears and starts harassing the the therapist going, Oh my God, look what you did to him. <laughs> so everyone starts laughing hysterical. <laughs> I get up and I can't, I can't, I can't literally breathe. And oh, now, that's you, funny. you know, with any, any emotion, your tremors get exacerbated. So I'm like my arms flailing. I'm like, Oh, I'm sure my whole right side's feeling. And yeah. the lady goes, look at him. You've, you scared him so much. He's shaking. <laughs> I lost it. I was like, oh that's my God. awesome. And and it was a, the day of the week. It was Wednesday, and it was mostly Parkinson's patients. So the therapists are trying to the therapist can't breathe either. Uh-huh. So they're trying to explain to her they're like, and I forget what the name's name is. And they're like, Dottie, he's he's here on a Wednesday. He's taking our boxing class. Trying to explain to him that trying to explain to her that it's not that I'm shaking that I'm doing so bad. That I'm also a Parkinson's patient because I don't look like yes. a normal Parkinson's patient. And she's ready, yada, yada. I'm like, oh my God. Like, it was like I was in tears, in tears for hours, hours. Wow. Well, yeah, it sounds like you're having a good time there. Oh, yeah. And that's, and that's one thing I say about therapy that if most people say, oh, therapy doesn't work. And I always tell them, oh, no. 
you're seeing the wrong therapist. Yeah. If you're not, if you don't find a, if you don't make a connection with the therapist, that doesn't mean they're a bad therapist. It just means that they're not the right therapist for you. Right. Well, it's like my, my classes right now, they, uh, I, I, I'm like you, I wish I could do, go like two to three times. I'd even go four times a week if they allow it or if yeah. they had classes yeah. or I had that kind of time. But uh, it, it, it's uh, whenever I'm done, I always I, I tell my my trainer or my uh, physical therapist that uh, my nap is being named after you, Polly. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> it's like I go home, I'll crash for 45 minutes to two hours and then I feel refreshed. I feel great. I'll take a shower whatever. Hey, you happens. Make it home. I don't crash in my car. <laughs> I don't even make it home. Like I literally sat in my car and talked to my wife for forty-five minutes because I was just like, I don't have the energy to drive. Like I need to. You don't have the energy to drive. Well, you know what? I what can I say? Maybe I'm not as far down the road as you are. <laughs> I the first day I had a class. Quite literally, we I had quite a few other guys there going like, uh, "Are you going to be okay? I can drive you home." I said, "No, I'll be fine." Yeah. I, uh, Prior, prior uh, to my diagnosis and and then everything, and today uh, I used to be over the road truck driver. Nice. So I, I did that for fourteen, uh, pushing fifteen years, and so uh, make a long story short, uh, it just got to the point where um, I didn't trust my driving. Yeah. Uh, to for those long distances that I did, so I was putting in anywhere between t- uh, ten to fourteen hours a day. Uh, I drive anywhere between 900 to 1500 miles a week. Wow. Uh, and so I, I was, uh, I, it was, it was really starting to take its toll. I couldn't keep up with the demand. And so finally I, I had a, you have to have a DOT physical mm-hmm. and it just coincided last, uh, May of 2020. And I ended up uh, going in and I had already gotten the diagnosis and I was starting to express concerns about my condition and I told the DOT physical therapist this, and she goes, I cannot renew your health, your, uh, your health card. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she, she said that I had way too many other problems there. The cognitive uh, portion of my problem, I had a problem with cognitive. Um, the medications, the carbidopolevodopa was messing with my head, uh, and it still hadn't been um, leveled out yet. Yeah, you're still playing the uh, dance with it. Yeah, and and I'm still dancing with it. Uh, have you? How long did you dance with the uh, the carbidopa levodopa? Or are you taking? I'm. I am taking. I'm taking. I started with permiprexil, and that was doing fine. But then I also work. Actually, uh, um, I'm an EMT or in the state of Pennsylvania, so I was finding that in situation of high 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 uh, anxiety or or tense situations, although I was calm, like my mm-hmm. hands were shaking uncontrollably so that's when i started taking the carved over levered over so i've been taking that for almost a year actually a little over a year now let's take a break and hear a quick word from our sponsor just solution knows that small business contribute to local economies by bringing growth and innovation to the community not only that but growing your business in this ever-changing digital marketing world can be hard time-consuming and confusing. For the past decade, we've all experienced the transition from traditional ways of doing business to a web-centric and data-driven economy. And JustQ Solution is here to help you stand out of the pack 
with a wide range of digital marketing solutions, including website design and development, CEO, SME, social di- social media advertising, content marketing, chatbot, and everything in between. Just Solution is your one-stop shop for everything digital. Ready to grow your business? Give them a call. 570-620-6350 to schedule a free consultation. And if you mention the Great Strong Foundation, they'll give you 10% off your website or marketing plan. I started last January with it, and I'm still... I'm playing the dance because I can't get my routine set. Like I'll like if I wake up late, it throws me off. Or like on the day that I'm off, I'm gonna sleep late. Or mm-hmm. I'll take it at the eight o'clock, but feel good at two and forget to take it. And then around four, I'm like, well, now if I take the two my two o'clock now, I can't take my six o'clock. So that's the dance that I've been playing around with. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I'm thirty minutes off and I'm I'm kind of sol. Uh, I have to I have to figure out and I have to adjust everything else with it, and it just depends on and also depends on how bad my tremors are. Uh, the carbidopa levodopa it, that I'm that I'm taking I can't remember the actual name of it, but that is the medication. That That's it. That's what it's called. Um, sometimes it's I, I talk to my uh, movement specialist, my neurologist. He he said that it's it's normal sometimes for it to just fluctuate in between doses. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. I'm still functioning, but it, it uh, it's not completely getting rid of it. My mom looks at me and she goes, aren't you taking medication for that? And I'm going like, yeah, but it, it doesn't completely get rid of it. Sometimes what ends up happening is it just kind of like, can you, does it allow you to function? Yes. You yeah. know, can you still brush your teeth? Can you still feed yourself? Can you still dress yourself? Yes, yes, yes. So, um, you should look into. There's a company out of Canada. I did. A, I interviewed them in one of my episodes. Um, called Steadywear. They do a glove. Oh, Steadywear! Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, it's it's pretty good. I actually I tried it. I ordered it. It's a little steep. The, yes. Yes, but it's it's. I found myself that one. I didn't. I didn't realize I didn't need it as much because I like I wore it because I thought I would need it more, and I found myself not using it as much. And two, the my only complaint was the design is like when you like you say they tell you to measure your your hand from bottom of your thumb across. Okay. They don't tell you measurement. Well, it was it literally gave me anxiety putting it on because it was like almost skin tight and it was just like just. To get it over my thumb, because where they asked me to measure, mm-hmm. that part there, literally, I, I would have to pull, like, and just wiggle. And it was just, it was more of a hassle putting on than than I did when I wore Because then when I wore it, I, it was weird because I could feel it working when, like, my hand tried to shake in the counterbalance. But it, it, it does work. I always recommend it if, if you're having issues with, like, drinking or, like, riding or holding things. Right. There is definitely that is something to look into. Well, I, I was always wondered if it was an actual. I mean, if it was a joke or if it no, really no. legitimately does what it does. It legitimately does what it does. Wow! Yeah, I, I always found that fascinating. And sometimes it was actually the like when I had got into like when I was using the computer and getting frustrated, 
it would work to the point where like my hand would get tired because it was working. They were working against each other, and it was just like a battle of which one was gonna win. Which one's gonna win? Huh? Yeah, they actually it's a battle royale on the right half of your body. Huh? Yeah, with the, especially when I was using the mouse or playing video games, it was insane. Um, they actually came out with a new one called the the Steady Two, and it's more of like just a weighted glove. Mm-hmm. That I haven't. So it doesn't have the actuators and stuff in there. That the control. Actua- yeah, it's just a. It's a like a glove that goes from your knuckles to your wrist, and it has like okay. a weight on top of it. I gotcha. And it's um. It looks so. I'm gonna see. Look into it. I wanna. I'm gonna give him a call about interviewing them regarding that glove. But he's uh his uh. It was developed for his grandmother who had essential tremors. Him and his buddy, they were engineers. But yeah, if you get a chance to take a look at it, I, it's uh, it works for the tremors. Right. There's also yeah. this um. Oh, this. I gotta see uh, one of the friend, one of the people that I follow, one of the our uh, parkies, as I t- tend to call them, that I follow on Twitch, has um someone send her this cup holder. It's uh like a C-shaped contraption with the base at the bottom. Okay. And she can hold her coffee cup. Oh. And it's on a string, and she walks around with the cup, and then when she's ready to take her coffee, she takes it off the cup. And, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I've seen a fork or a spoon or a spork where it quite literally – It moves it, with you. It moves yeah. with you and stuff like that. I found that – I reposted that when I saw it on uh, Instagram. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I'll send you the, the – t- actually, she's on TikTok. Okay. And yeah, so but there yeah, there's a bunch of things out there that uh that all that help that help with Parkinson's and it's just finding what you need and what you what works for you. Now, I listened to your first episode. And and uh I listened to the struggle you went through in trying to determine uh Parkinson's. Oh yeah, that was that <laughs> fun to use. Yeah. <laughs> So how long have you been uh, diagnosed now? And how long have you had the symptoms? I can trace the symptoms back till 2007. Okay. My first symptom developed when I was in fall of 2000. Actually, my first tremor developed while I was in therapy for my shoulder in the fall of 2016. Okay. And then went, started, finally went to the doctor spring of 17. Went back and forth with neurologists and trying to see what to get diagnosed. So I didn't get diagnosed actually till February of 2018. So it's been officially three years since I've been uh, diagnosed. So, but you've been diagnosed, uh, but you've had symptoms since 2007. Oh yeah, I've had sleep pro- between the sleep problems, the bowel problems, and the the fatigue. Yeah, I can trace all those back to 2007 and going forward and well, see, sweat, I, go ahead i had bad night sweats that or not well now are non-existence with the medication but my wife would be like like i wake up and i like i'd be soaked from head to toe yeah yeah see i i, I often wonder if sometimes maybe uh, i i've experienced it well i was experiencing symptoms well before my my hand started twitching yeah uh yeah. because um i have uh, sleep apnea uh, I had like uh, crazy mood swings 
Yeah. Where where it was just like it was like really high and it just really super low. And when my low hit, I was really angry. And then I was really super slap happy. And I thought I was like, am I becoming bipolar? What in the world is going on with me? You know what? It's funny you say that because I walked into the this was two visits ago. I walked into the doctor and I said, hey, do is there such thing as um, Parkinson's ADD? And she's like, what do you mean? I said, I can focus on one thing and forget about the entire world around me. Mm-hmm. Or I can do a hundred things and not get one thing done. And yep. she's like, no, I don't think so. I was like, are you sure? She's are you sure about that? <laughs> so, and it bothered me for like a week or two. So and I'm on a bunch of Facebook support groups. So I literally, I literally sat on my computer and I typed it, literally said, mine's always racing, can do a hundred things or and get nothing done and literally 50 comments oh yeah 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 me for sure <laughs> yeah and it was to the point where i was and i before that i was just like i thought i was going crazy like i thought i was like going bipolar but no it's it's that's part of the condition and that's i i, I told the doctor when they do the have you when they do the the like what is it when they do like the check oh do you have you developed this have you developed that Oh, yeah, yeah. I stopped the one time I stopped the doctor. I was like, listen, doc. I said, I was born with Parkinson's. You guys are just realizing that I have it. <laughs> so all this is normal. None of this is new. She's like, okay, good to know. I was like, all right, let's, let's move on. And so do you have a family history of uh, people um, having Parkinson's? I do, but I do not have the genetic trait. My grandmother had it on my mother's side, had Parkinson's. She was diagnosed- Okay, my late in her late in late in life i think she was in her late 60s when she was diagnosed okay oh, okay so uh my wife's uh grandmother was had parkinson's super lovely lady she uh she was she had it for forever and a day ever since my wife was like six 15 or 16 years old uh she she remembered that that's when she was first remembered her our grandmother having parkinson's now my 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 grandmother on my dad's side had uh parkinson's as well so now, i mean i got tested yeah i did the 23 and me yes. um and uh i i can't make heads or tails if whether or not there was like a like some sort of what you were calling a marker yeah a genetic marker so i i wouldn't know how to I don't, look it up. It'll, it'll tell it. you if you have the. I'll have to dug out my results and, and the way it reads, because it'll tell you if you have your your pre predisposition predisposed for the, predisposed for the G something something marker. Okay, all right. Because I mean, it says I was predisposed for like all these all these other things, but not one of them said anything about uh, Parkinson's. But you're saying that it wouldn't say like right out Parkinson's. It would say a genetic marker, right? Yeah, the genetic marker. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, let me know. Send that my way and let me know what I need to look for. I'll go back and look at it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That would be awesome. So I found you on Instagram, and your name is Parkinson's T-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Explain that for me, and I am ordering the one that the the parkamine or dopamine level low or running on low dopamine. Oh, yeah. Well, I got three of them. Which one is it? Is it the the one that looks like a gas gauge? Yeah, that one. That one's my okay. favorite. Yeah, I'm definitely ordering that one on Friday when the paycheck comes in. Okay, I ordered myself one too. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. What? Where? Where did that start? And have that come around? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Or 
Oh, uh, um, I, I, I'm the kind of person that always looks like for something for an outlet, uh, a positive outlet. And um, that right there in itself, I felt like uh, I, I went to school and I actually studied art for a while, uh, commercial art. Nice. And uh, totally failed at that. I, I mean, I, I, it's like I, it's like I don't like people telling me what to do yeah. or how to yeah. do it, which is totally why. If you're going to go to school, you have to accept to be told what to do. Yeah. But uh, I was, I'm a bit of a, a hard-headed person. Anyway, so um, I thought to myself, you know what? I can, I can do this. This is, I, I, I can design things. I I've done it. I've actually made uh, several logos for people just on the fly and they've actually used it and bought it from me. In fact, uh, if you go online and you go to bencrazy.com, you'll see this crazy looking dude and he looks like it's a bag, a shopping bag and these crazy arms. Like I designed that it's bencrazy.com. B-I-N. Uh, yeah. B I N. And I, I created that logo for him, and he is using it everywhere. And that's just like a, one example. I even did a podcast, and I designed the logo to that too. Nice. So, um, but yeah, the T-shirt was my idea because of the fact that, and I, at first I was just like all over the board. I thought, well, what would I wear? I'll design that. And then it occurred to me, you know what? I could be a lot more positive, and I could touch more people and give more people support uh, with people who have Parkinson's and people who are trying to support a loved one with Parkinson's with a shirt and make people more aware. And I figured that is a positive direction to go with my ability to do art. That's awesome. So that, that was the reason for right now I have about 70 different, 70 different designs. Holy cow. On my, huh? 70 different designs. Yeah, 70 different designs for uh, Parkinson's Awareness, Parkinson's Warrior. I have a catchphrase that I like, fight against the progression. In fact, uh, this yes, is my I shirt. saw that. Yeah, my shirt. Um, and it's got a pair of boxing gloves. And this is like my all-time favorite shirt that I have designed. I just absolutely love this one. And it's a, it's a Parkinson's Awareness. But um, I sh- – I, uh, oh, I also do little things like this right here. Where it says reality sucks and lemonade is overrated. That is awesome. Yeah, I, I did that one, and I and I bought a sticker and I threw it on my my water right. container. So, but yeah, I, I just want I want people to be more aware. I I'm not going to stop making those shirts um, because one, it's a positive outlet uh, outlet for me. It also helps me with my my tremors and hand and eye coordination and yeah. stuff like that. And exercises that portion of it. But also on top of that, I'm. I want I want to help in any way I can. If it brings awareness and understanding to the the uh, disease of Parkinson's, then um, I feel like I've, I can sleep well at night. I I, I hear you. I feel the same way, especially because when I when I started telling people like I'd get the and as you realize I'm a comedian by by nature. So I would tell people like you, they're like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "I have Parkinson's," and they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah," and they continue with the conversation. I'm like, "Okay," and okay. then two weeks later, they come back and they're like, "You weren't joking." I'm like, "No, I wasn't." They're like, "You're not young." I'm like, "On the contrary, I am young, old enough to have it because it's not an old person's disease; 
It's just mm-hmm. happened that that's what's more common. Yep. Yeah, but it's not uncommon for someone that's young in their twenties. Yeah. To have yeah. it. I, that's not a. That's not uncommon. It's definitely well, because and a lot of people, depending when they get the diagnosed, I've known people that have gotten diagnosed in their thirties, but trying they their symptoms develop in their mid twenties. Uh huh. Because I was two thousand. I was turned forty in two thousand eighteen. I was thirty. 37, 38 when I first di- got the tremors. So my first symptoms did. Well, what'd you guys think? Let me know. Um, go check out part two. It should be already up. If not, message me and say, hey, dude, what the? But um, thank you guys always for being such great followers and being the support that I'm dead, that um that I need you guys being there listening to the episodes uh therapeutic for me sorry I thank you very much um let me know if you guys want to hear anything if you guys have any questions or comments concerns criticism as always trembling MT on all my social media and uh go check out part two and there might be a part three god bless and keep moving forward